Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 159, episode 3 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production yeah. of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Wednesday, November 11th, 2020, 70 days until January 20th. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Let's see if I can get this done. I was watching the vote count late one night when my eyes beheld a fraudulent sight. For suddenly, to my surprise, Joe Biden's votes began to rise. Oh, please, got smashed. Please smash the Democrats. Iron rod smash. Throw liberal votes in the trash. Oh, please, got smashed. Socialism can't last. Oh, please, got smashed. We all voted for fascism. All right, <laughs> and I'm thrilled to be joined. Wait a second. That, oh, that was from official dickhead, and I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh fuck. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Oh fuck. Oh sorry. That was fucking great. Oh, uh, fuck Biden. You heard of it? Hold on. There. What? They're counting the votes. But what about in Pennsylvania? I should be winning. There. Oh, I'm losing there too. What about Arizona? Fucking Fox called Arizona, but I'm <laughs> but I'm winning. But I've got POTUS written across the belly. Oh fuck! <laughs> I've been cucked over, left for dead, distant, forgotten. Both guy count. They want me fucking gone, bald and rotten. Y'all just dissing me, shit on me. Now it's a rave. Talk about me, Biden calls me Jack straight to my face. Y'all some unsuppressing <laughs> voters down in Georgia, Biden sneaks with volunteers are organizing thanks to CCA. Philly streets kept calling. Gritty was in my sleep. So what if I'm lazy? Sound like a broken record? Treated me. Look, I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh fuck. Give me some adrenochrome. Or Adderall, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Woo! Oh, thank you so much for Christy Yamaguchi, Maine. Uh, for that, I couldn't even get through the whole verse. Uh, it, it takes a lot to try and spit a rap verse as uh, Trump because uh, after a while, like, it, there's just, yeah. they run counter to each other at a certain point. You, you, start, you start sounding like a country western singer. So thank yeah, you, yeah. Christy Yamaguchi, Maine, for that one. I seize you. And we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by one of the very faces on Mount Zeitmore. He is the hilarious, the talented Billy Wayne Davis. Hey, hey, hey. That was really fun to watch both of you guys do that. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, thanks, man. You know, we're just doing what we got to do. We're pros. We're real pros. <laughs> I'm um, impressed that, that you got that far doing the impression and keeping the rhythm. That's not hard. That's not easy. It's well, yeah, because his his cadence is like arrhythmic, so right. it's hard to try and you know whatever. But that is definitely a, a tough song to get the cadence to, let alone in Trump. I mean, voice. try to do like the got you know God's written across the belly, like trying to do I, I prove you lost all well not. I couldn't. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. Billy, what's new, man? What's new? Okay, I mean, I'm. I'm interested in the next 70-something days. That's what's yeah. new. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was. Countdown. I thought it was funny this weekend. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just the response? Well, it was like, the the day of, everyone was like, oh, God. Oh, God. And I was just, I just kept checking. And that was my search, you'll see, is like, I just kept checking, like, 
Do they count the mail-in after? Oh, they count it after? Okay. Yeah. All right. The only thing that made me nervous, and by the only thing, I mean like one of a thousand things, because <laughs> uh, I totally, my brain is broken and I immediately go into like, we're fucked. I catastrophize, uh, as it's known. Ooh, I, but, ca- I catastrophize about glocks and keys. Yeah, that sounds like a, that sounds like you just, was that? Damon Wayans' character from *In Living Color*. Oh, up. the dude in the in the prison who was talking oh. about literacy. He's <laughs> like, you right. have to ejaculate. <laughs> Excuse me, ejaculate. <laughs> so funny. But the the fact that Florida had the mail-ins early and Florida's right. just off on its own shit. But that that's what was scaring me on on Tuesday into Wednesday morning but then I started feeling a little bit better once they called Arizona. I thought it was funny too people were like I can't believe Latin people are voting for Trump. I'm like, you guys, have you ever are... been to South Florida? They they're openly racist there. So <laughs> right. I'm just say it like it's always and it's always talk, that pr- Have you ever talked to my ex-Colombian mother-in-law? Come on. <laughs> It's always right. the same thing where people, pundits treat any group of voters that aren't white as like a monolith. And they're like, we don't yeah. understand, but because border separations means anyone who is Hispanic should be voting again. I don't. That's how it works, folks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just called you're not actually engaging uh, what the base is or, you know, or parts of your base are now, you know, got the wandering eye. It yeah. is a nice thing that it it's makes everyone realize like oh every group has its turds yeah that's what he's yeah. done we're like oh that is nice to be like hey you fuckers come on <laughs> <laughs> all right billy when we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment first we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about uh one thing that i hadn't fully thought about in a while is the fact that trump like knows the country secrets like he knows all that ufo shit <laughs> presumably um and he like he is totally he is the most gossipy queen in the world he's totally gonna tell tell shit like tell everybody uh because he needs he needs people to like him so he's uh anything that they stupidly told him uh we're gonna find out about presumably uh, we're going to talk about Bill Barr. We're going to talk about uh, how the Republicans are going after each other. Uh, the dead people and pets voting conspiracy theory that you keep hearing on the right. We'll talk about the Mountain Dew cookbook. And we're going to talk about the Fantastic Beasts movies, if we have a second. But first, Billy Wayne, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? What does the solar company mean by trench? Huh. What does the solar company mean by Yeah, we've we we had to get a new roof and now we're getting solar and they were just very casual about the day and they're doing it today. They're supposed to do it tomorrow, but the dude showed up to to dig the trench today, so I was like, Yeah, go ahead. You guys seem you guys seem ready to do it. To do this, yeah. Why do they need to build a trench around I don't know yet. I don't. <laughs> so like a moat? I didn't want to ask him. It's yeah. happening right now. I, it's yeah. not as big as I thought it was going to be. So that, like, I, I walked out and I was like, okay, that's good. That's good. was that to, to get <laughs> good like trench. To, something to your cert, like from your service panel or something. No, yeah, I think what's happening is there. We have a little uh, back garage slash little studio, not like 
sounds just like studio apartment but the roof is easier and faces to the right direction so i think what they're doing if i understand it right they're putting the solar panels on the back wall and oh, then right. they got to get your running, line out to you running yep. the the trench into the back sounds about right yep yeah the, uh, you're gonna yep. want to trench box. that you're gonna want to trench that uh for sure but um, it is impressive what they're doing because it's just three dudes and I thought they would have a lot of equipment, but no, nope, it's just them banging the With shit. Just out like of the, some shovels. I mean, there's a there was like a, a saw that kind of broke through right. the concrete, but then they just did it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some some real real. If shit. I'm in a bar yeah. fight, they're gonna. I've got their numbers. That's who I'm calling. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh. Are you are you getting the solar that is like replaces the roof tiles or just like the solar that you put on the side of your house? It's on the we had an old roof, we had to replace it. Right. And then it's just gonna be like these panels they put on. Wow. They're pretty cool. That's they pretty expand dope. and stuff. They're pretty neat. Wow. Very mm-hmm. cool. Uh what is something you think is underrated? Uh solar energy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There. yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cheap right now, right? Like it's cheap to get it installed. Compared I think from what I understand, some... the sun just comes out on its yes. own. Yes, right. and the technology's catching up where it doesn't. They don't need like a bazillion of them to run your house. Right. Yeah, I remember so, when I was like uh, back in the campaigning days. There's a ballot proposition I was working on back in fucking 2008 uh, to try and get more renewables in the state, and like one of our you know, sort of case studies we had to be like, no, y'all don't understand. Like, solar is fucking way more efficient. We don't have to burn fucking coal or, you know, blow off mountaintops to get this shit. You just, you know, it's the sun and we have deserts here in California where, you know, at the time the technology was something like, uh, like a 10 mile, 10 square mile solar farm in the desert could have powered like most of the state and Oregon and Washington. Uh, you know, Whoa. if we had actually just, had an updated transmission grid and things like that. But the problem is our grid is still fucking archaic uh, in certain parts of the countries. And that's one of the things that really holds back our ability to transmit this, this newer kind of energy. Yeah. Do you think that fossil fuel companies probably know that? And then that's why they uh, buy politicians to prevent. <laughs> yeah. You think that, that it could, it be. was funny. Cause we got this oil guy, uh, T Boone Pickens, Oh, I know that motherfucker. Yeah. 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 T Boone Pickens was basically one of the big, big uh, cheerleaders for it because he was just smart enough to be like, now the money's going to be in renewables. (laughs) Like, I know where I came from, but if I'm looking at this shit down the road, like, there's a ticking clock on on this fossil fuel shit and the real money's going to be in renewables. So we were like, he, like, he helped be sort of like, we would point to him like, you know, this guy, you know, he might, he might also know about the, the solar stuff to get people who are a little bit more, uh, I guess, you know, reluctant about how viable the energy source was. Oh, I got hammered years ago in a airport bar with a bunch of uh, wind so wind and solar dudes. And this guy was just, he's like, yeah, we knew that, that the oil people caught on to the future because it used to be just a bunch of hippies at this convention and now motherfuckers in suits are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's how we knew. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Just the greatest name for a 
for oh, an yeah. oil billionaire, T. Mm-hmm. Boone Pickens. He owns a $250 million ranch in Texas that uh, has levels. It's like on top of a wedding cake of landscaping. Um, it's pretty dope looking. Uh, is there a musician Apparently. named T- T-Bone something? No, you're T-Bone. thinking of T-Bone Burnett. Who, uh, T-Bone Burnett. Who I does think a lot I've of movies always called stuff. him T-Bone Pickens because I had heard both those names and uh, mashed them together in my brain. Um, You're what is about something T Bone to the bassist from Hall and Oates? Mm. I don't think I am. Little known. But... Oh, <laughs> from my Hall and Oates fans out there. Hall T-Bone and Oates and T Bone. Your name is Tony, and you're cool. You're going right. by T Bone. You better yeah. go by T Bone. He was also yeah. in the SNL band. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. From my yeah. bass heads out there. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, presidential debates. Hmm. Yeah. What do you mean? We're I on think, the edge of our seat. Why? Right? How? Oh, I think it's pure theater because at this point we know how they act in front of a camera. We know how they speak. We know their policies. Um, we can just Google them. They're on their websites. So at this point, it is clear that this is some kind of non-winnable roast battle that the <laughs> that TV networks get to profit off of yeah great ad great ad sales uh on those blocks if you get if you get your ad during a debate you're getting eyeballs yeah. on that shit no that's clear i mean the vice presidential debate that's when it's like I, you guys i just can't play along anymore this is the these guys don't we don't we're not even voting for them yeah <laughs> yeah but hey they created another yeah this advertising is, block out of it the, the vice presidential yeah, that's, that's impressive as a money thing but it'd be like if like you and your friend, you and some other dude were fighting, like we're gonna fist fight each other. And before that, two of our buddies are gonna fist fight just to see too. And you're like, yeah, well, why like, are they fighting? Mm, I'm like, just, they're like, why is there an buy a ticket, you piece of shit? They're <laughs> <Yeah>. fighting. <laughs> the VP debate last time, the uh, one with Tim Kaine, was a debate that actually told me something because I hadn't realized uh, up until that that. Tim Kaine uh, was actually a lizard person, um, but then once hey, I saw bilingual him speak Spanish, lizard person, right? Once I saw him speak Spanish, I was like, "Oh, he's he can't be a human being based on uh, just his <laughs> the way he just like transitioned into being like Hola, me amo es Tim Kaine." <laughs> it was so so strange. Uh, such like he sounded a, like a human... guy who. Who was like doing Duolingo before he went down to his like uh like meet a wife in Colombia trip. <laughs> and he's like, Hola, yo soy Tim Kane. I think you're mucha bonita. <laughs> uh, fuck, I don't know anything else. Yeah. No, he just knows how to order at the re- Mexican restaurant when he's taking your mom out to dinner. Right. <laughs> like, now hold got, on a minute. I got, Brenda, it I you, got this. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He didn't. He didn't deserve that. But yeah, the the <laughs> debates are just sort of like it's sure it's a very formal way of being like I guess we'll agree to disagree or not agree to disagree. We'll just disagree constantly with each other, and you'll not see any of us move at all. And you'll see us awkwardly avoid topics because our campaign staff has told us it's their third rails for supporters in certain states. So suddenly I will get all weird about fracking and you won't know why. And it seems like a very straightforward question. I think what we should do, to your point, Billy, is since we all know how they are on camera, 
is like you do like a hidden camera type thing where it's like they had like a week vacation, but they didn't know they were being taped the whole time. It's like, who is the mm-hmm. real Joe Biden? Oh, look at how he treats wait staff. Oh my God. <laughs> and then have a reckoning with that. I think that's at least more entertaining and we might learn. He's actually like overly friendly and overly yeah. involved with his weight staff to the point yeah. that people are like, I don't know, man. I don't uh, really fuck with him. He like he like tries to go home with them and like meet their family. When he, yeah, <laughs> when he started hey, what's the culture the here like at the red lobster <laughs> near the mall? What's it like? Is it like a party culture? Or is it like more mom and pop, like people try to take care of their families? Like what what is the, the server culture here? Who does a lot of cocaine here at Red Lobster? And you're like, All right, Joe. Are they in the back? Are they in the back? All right. <laughs> Because you know they do. You know there's one guy here that does too much coke. And you're like, Joe. <laughs> Joe, very everybody right here it. does too yeah, much but why coke. are you, come, you're running for president. Don't, maybe talk about wages rather than right. trying Super to ID accurate. who's got the fucking fuego blow sack on him. <laughs> you can tell he has worked in a restaurant. Probably yeah, shouldn't right. be a politician. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. Hard he drugs it. are for bartenders, as the hold steady said. Yeah, the just listening to the cable news shows, like try and analyze the second debate. Like the first debate was a little different because Trump was just like on one, like and like I don't know, revealed himself to be just too much. And I, I, I do it think wasn't much some of a people, reveal, right? But it was, it was just very petulant. Um, yeah. Which I think, right. I, like most of us knew, so I don't know. And when you look at the vote now, like who the fuck knows if that change swayed a single person. Um, but the second one, it's just such, you're right, it's just such like surface level stupid shit that is all about like how they deliver lines that don't really mean anything to anybody. Or, or you give the moderators more power to press them. And right. like not and it not be seen as disrespectful of the office because you're like, no, no, hold on, I'm sorry. Just I'm I have to put you on the spot. Yes or no. And they do, you- do that sometimes and they go like, Well, but I'm like, I'll take that as a yes. And I would just be like, Okay, y'all, you see what he's doing right here? Does everyone see this right now? He's he's waffling. We don't know what's going on. Okay, so we're just gonna lock that in, moving on. But you know, if there's such decorum, uh, even when in, even in the face of people who are just spurting out outright lies to the national public well it just becomes clear that they're the same during right. those de- debates yeah. because the, if in if they were truly opponents they would have something to argue about but they'd be like no you're doing this this and this and this is but they're like on a foundational level they're the same candidate just mm-hmm. one can understands how the government functions and operates Right. And then the other one, you know, is a lunatic. Yeah. Well, there's that moment where, especially where Trump's like, you should see him. He wants to defund the police. He wants to get rid of the police. And Joe was like, no, no, I don't. I want to shoot people in the leg. I love fracking. Yeah. I love fracking. And you you don't believe the cop ads that you see from Trump when it happens when Joe Biden wins. Okay. Joe Biden is the friend of the police. Okay. (laughs) That's right. Uh, All right, guys, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. So there, there's an article in the Houston Chronicle that is, you know, quoting insiders who say that like the 
the Washington elite is very nervous about what Trump is going to be like as a ex-president. Above all things, Good. he is a uh, XOXO gossip girl. He does love the tea. He's still talking about how bad the Vanity Fair party was that he didn't get invited to um, <laughs> like two years ago after the Oscars. And he's going to oh, exit <laughs> office with all the intel that they let him get his brain on and like, you know, no fucks to give, which has always been the case. But I don't know. I feel like you put him in a room with any one of us in a Bugs Bunny lady disguise and I bet we could get him to tell us who really killed JFK with like just some very light nagging and showing a little thigh. Here's right. my problem. Here's my problem with that. You have to have a working understanding of how all that works to truly know what the truth is, especially JFK. Right. Yeah, that's like true. That, that dude doesn't, he could tell us probably the name of the dudes that pulled the triggers because they told him, but like who those dudes were or who they were connected, like there's no way he knows. And I, I think they've been letting the alien stuff out his whole presidency just because to they're like, prepare us. Yes, because they're like, he's going to say something stupid, so we've got to just be able to just be like, listen, there are some stuff we don't know about. You guys are right. What he's going to say is not true. So here's just, we're just going to spoon yeah. feed He's going to claim bit. he rode in one of those ships. He's like, you should have seen, you know, they let you ride in this stuff. And we were out there going, bing, 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 around. It was really, it was fucking tight, man. I can't, I can't tell you enough. Um. Yeah. I guess that or a neuralizer or, you know, we'll we'll find out some wild shit. I guess he, it, he, he yeah. won't suddenly be uh, trustworthy. So that's one thing. It's not like we'll suddenly believe what he has to say. He's just I think go he also, Twitch. the way he beat COVID is probably going to reveal some medical stuff that only fucking really, really rich people know about. He Adrenic didn't even probe, know about. Bro. Yeah. They just hooked a, there was a baby hooked up to an IV, and then he was on the other end of that IV. Um, the, yeah. What is he, I mean, between his, like, just his march into senility and things, I'm curious how it, you know, because he is going to do some shit like that. He's like, oh, why don't we talk about this thing that I, when I was president, because he's actually going to be this guy who was the president, who has a fucking... Yeah. Who's like a Twitter idiot now who's just going to be like just wholesale, like say some weird fucking thing and how they get around that. I'm it's really hard to know. I feel like if he's smart, he monetizes his the like the fact that he has this information and yeah. tries to like create some kind of like subscription Patreon podcast or something. <laughs> where he's like the T report with Donald T about all the things that went down at 1600. Thanks, guys. And shout out to our sponsors. My pillow. Or having us, you know, like I think that's that seems like a way to continue, like a give, like he can play that chip for more attention at some point. He's like, yeah, okay. I feel like that's attention is exactly right. He's going to be at his most dangerous, not when like he's in trouble uh, or like broke. It's going to be when people stop paying attention to him because that's when he's going to go in on on Twitter and like start, you know, dropping bombs, tell, telling a. Uh, Telling people things he shouldn't. I could also see, like, you know yeah, how... but he's going to have, like, a Ken Lay heart attack, too. <laughs> right. Right. That's 
you you think uh, Ken Lay now what is your so Ken Lay was the Enron CEO or president who uh while like as everybody was figuring out exactly how much Enron was a pyramid scheme uh had a heart attack and <laughs> had the most convenient heart attack in the history of uh the world do you think that uh that was Ken Lay just kind of disappearing yeah, when you yeah, steal yeah. that much money, yeah, yeah, you yeah. go, oh, bye. I think <laughs> I he's too people. narcissistic to fake his own death. I think Ken, who Trump? Trump. I think. Okay, he, I was like, no, Ken Lay's an evil <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, Trump. I think would would do it, but like two days, he would show up at his own funeral. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to resist. And it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's like, look um, who I got with me. It's like, who's that blonde woman? It's John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> Can you fucking believe it? Look at her. She's fucking hot, huh? And we're like, what Tupac is just comes Rams and like Get grabs the fuck out of here, please, man. What the fuck is this? I could also see the way that Obama and other former presidents sell out to corporations and just, you know, like having them in the pocket of a corporation is incredibly valuable. I could see Trump doing that with foreign dictators. Like, oh, I, my. Yeah, my my whole guess is he bounces because he can't stay in America. Right. Because they'll arrest him for like nine hundred million things. Yeah. I could definitely so, see a Putin relationship. That no, I think it's I think it's too cold. He's he's right. old. Yeah. I think he's going to Dubai. Uh huh. Okay. Or the I think he's hanging out there. It's just a great place to to be a. a oh, piece and he'll of do shit. signings. Yes. <laughs> like you, all like, those how, other like criminal Vegas. billionaires. It's I mean, I tweeted this, but it is Arizona for criminal billionaires. Is what Dubai? Right. 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 Yeah. 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 And it's, it's already gaudy. set up to be right. Yeah. It's everything's gold and awful. It's just perfect for him. Wow. Yeah. Dubai is really. But, but then he'll be like, he's like, I don't know, man. It's kind of expensive. You should see what they're trying to charge me for rent here. Like, because he's no, actually he not a billionaire. Be, <laughs> he's like, no, he would be a garbage person there. Because <laughs> he doesn't have real money. Yeah. But Putin, yeah, that's like, why I think like the way that Putin like parks billions of dollars with the people around him, I could see him cozying up to, yes. to Putin to try and get some of that some of that free laundering money. Well, that's oh, yeah, that's man. they still need that name. Now, my fascination is why the the kids are still in this country. It's because they don't understand the hammer. They're, that's they're dumb. They're dumb. Right. The, they think, I mean, like Maggo yeah, they think will they're come cool. and like break them out of jail, like that scene in SWAT, where like the be, fucking bus taking them to fucking court is like suddenly. If that was upended. us three, it'd be like that Bin Laden jet flying out of town. Oh yeah, yeah on nine yeah. eleven. That's exactly yeah. what that. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. I would have been out Monday before the election. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even f fuck that. Oh, they're voting like, tomorrow. Okay. Oh, tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh, wait, you said record turnout for mail-in already? Okay, yeah, I'm up out of here. No, mm. leave Could your you... fucking stuffed animals behind. We got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I need that Louis Vuitton trunk. Put that right. in yeah. the jet. That's that's all I need. <laughs> it's like the, the fucking, oh, anyway. It's a sad state. But uh, again, with his thing is he he can't be seen as a, like a loser. And that's really all the reports you read about everything to do with this, like, dragging on transition is all to do with managing his like idea of 
or his fear of being painted as a loser in this election. And I like the, as they say, all this scrambling is about him getting over this first. Right. And then. Yeah. It's all suspect- mentally like giving him a life vest. Like the Bill Barr thing is in particular is pretty interesting because it's basically Bill Barr being like, you're allowed to investigate if there's stuff to investigate but yeah. not committing to it. So it's very similar to Mitch McConnell's statement <laughs> yes, where was he was say McConnell's like, he's in every right to look at his legal options. If and you're there like, well, are the- cases of, and they, they're all using that as like a, you know, if there's fraud, then he should look into it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the because there's not fraud, then, but he still gets to feel <laughs> like, like the winner. Like he's It's right. like he's a little kid and he's sitting on the dock and his his fishing pole and his line is in the middle of a dry pond. It all is, and all is well. If it's biting, you should right. reel it in. And right. they're like, well, his whole thing is, you know, the, in the beginning, people were not sure where the DOJ was going to go with this. Just how far is Bill Barr willing to go? And you know. <laughs> He did this last time. Like the last year was spent with him going on a fucking expedition to try and find some evidence of impropriety that the president was fucking violated uh, when the intelligence organizations were looking into any foreign interference. And like, that's what they're like. We need that to negate all the Russia stuff. And then we can say that like he was treated unfairly, please. And then like maybe that one narrow Carter page FISA thing, we'll, we'll hang on to that too. And maybe we can just disprove everything. Remember, they found fuck all, even though yeah. they did everything they could. Uh, Durham, his like man, his attorney uh, from the, from, from DOJ did everything he could. But in the end was like, yo, we can't find a fucking, like, honestly, like there's fucking yeah. nothing here. Like these people just did their job based on the evidence that we're looking at the same shit. So it's like, oh, okay, this is the same thing. But this is even just like lamer because he's not even like all this was is uh, sort of articulating a new policy. And even then it gets very, very like detailed in that it's sort of more like, you know, if it has to be credible, it can't be fanciful and fucking stupid. Like he's already even defining like it's got to be legit. Like don't you can't even fucking go off of some shit. Some person on One America News forwarded you a fucking chain email about like it has to be fucking substantive and also have potential to uh, change the outcome of the election which none of these things do so it really is like a i think you know whatever if it's bar like is really trying at the very least or most is that it just gives trump this ability to be like look i didn't lose look you see what doj is doing bill Barr, right. he's he's saying he's allowing people to look into fraud so I'm not actually a loser. It's all because he can't say I lost. All he needs to do. Well, they're giving him legal Xanax is what they're doing. Right. Because it doesn't actually solve your problems. No, it doesn't. It just feels all right for a moment. You're just like, man, I'm not freaking out about how owned I got right now. Right. And also what I do last night. Fuck. (laughs) Exactly. And then it's like, it's like, it's, it's, it's like if a bear is inside your condo in the woods. Okay. And you're like, all right, let's just tranquilize him. Right. And then once he finally falls asleep, and it'll take a couple weeks, but then we can move him out completely. Right, right, right. He's just Because right now he's on one. 
I don't. Yeah, and they're like, there's that. expensive stuff in there, and there's that red button. He still doesn't understand what the power of that red phone. Thank God. Like, <laughs> there's just like a lot. Of, it. He keeps picking it up and asking for a diet coke. Yeah. And thank God he can't read because those things we deliver to him every morning. Good oh my God. Lord, so. there's so Could you much imagine if he read those secrets? I said I mean, that three years ago was like if he read just on you can tell he's a bad business person just because from that information alone. Yeah. If you knew how to do business good. <laughs> right. The the thing that's also really just sad or you know, whatever, we can celebrate. They're so the, these lawsuits too. Like the reason Bill Barr is coming in is because the lawsuits from the campaign are fucking just failing left and right. Like right. they, yeah. they hedge their bets with voter suppression. That's really what was going on. They were hoping voter suppression was all they needed to eke out those margins on election day. And then their backup plans of like more crude fuckery, they didn't even set up legally with enough time. Like to whether change like the how the electors were chosen and things like that, all that's out the window. So now they're just dealing with like these really lame fucking lawsuits, like in Arizona, where so much energy is being spent from the right to be like, I don't know, you know, it's really close. Biden is ahead by fourteen thousand votes at the moment in Arizona. Here's my theory: is mm -hmm. what happened was they they were going against Hillary four years ago, so they had to back Trump with all these apparatus and all this power and mechanisms and these judges and all that stuff. This time, they've already got their man. They've got Biden. He's in their pocket. Big right. business has moved in. Yeah. And these judges and all those things they put in, they don't give a fuck about Trump. Right. This is they're they're they they were worried about their job 4 years ago. Trump has nothing to do with their job now. Mm -hmm. So well, they don't Yeah. They're not appeasing any of those. Like, well, yeah, it's just this. They're massaging dickhead until he can leave. <laughs> well, <laughs> even even if they tried, right? Because I know, like, I was like, well, fuck, you know, who knows what these judges are going to do? I mean, even when you look at the cases that are brought, like, even a judge who wanted Trump could win. It's like it's just impossible. So this, the last suit in Arizona. That's what I mean by protect their job. Yeah, it's like they can't right. even be like, listen, man, I can't even be they're corrupt like, this right is, now. It's just like it's just they're like I I'd have, have to, to invent like, a I'm new. I'm doing this corruptly. Yeah. I would have to say that out loud if I did. <laughs> it. I would redefine the concept of mathematics. If right. like, this is a this is a, just a, a bridge too far for me. So their whole thing in Arizona was all this thing over over votes, where like ballots were coming through and they're saying like, well, it could have voted for two candidates or double the one candidate and et cetera, et cetera. We need to actually get through these overvotes. And, you know, that it sounds all nefarious and shit like that. But re realistically, it's typically just something where there's a pen mark or a dark smudge and the vote counting machine flags it. And they're like, up, oh, a, a human needs to audit this ballot and just confirm, okay, nope, that's where the vote is for this person. It's marked. This other thing just triggered the machine to read like that. And great, put it through, done. So. The Trump campaign is like, man, we got look. So of the hundred fifty five thousand votes that were cast in person in this one county, uh, like the the person who's in charge of the uh, elections bureau, they're saying like the the vote counting machine only flagged one hundred eighty potential overvotes out of the hundred fifty five thousand so one in a thousand. Yeah. Yes. And and even like even then when they go through there, like they were able to correct them. So they're saying even if you wanted to go with this argument your lead that you're trying to overturn is 14,000 votes 
And here you can only say that there you may need to review 180 votes. And they're just mm. like, simply put, there is nothing here. There's no, there's nothing that could even approach the margins that you're looking for. So well, it's, yeah. Well, it's like borderline masochistic at this point because <laughs> right. you're like, the more he's like, no, I need more facts and this and that. It's yeah. like, okay, but the more they reveal, the harder you got your ass kicked, dude. That right. is like, yeah. It's it reminds sad. Of, it reminds me of talking to a JFK conspiracy theorist. Like I interviewed this one JFK conspiracy theorist who had like written books and was like had built his career on being a JFK conspiracy theorist. And I put this theory that I believe in in front of him where it's like an errant shot from a secret service agent that actually killed him. And he was like no, no, no. And then, like, just brought up, like, all these, like, other random unrelated facts that had would have had nothing to do with anything, but are just, like, things that you could be like, that's suspicious, right? Like, the, their theory of the case on this voting is that they overvote, they made their ballot suspicious in order to cheat on the, like, at the election. Like, why would... Why would you over vote for two people as a way of cheating at an election? Is that like their theory of what happened? Jack O'Brien, this is Alex Jones. Um, now, <laughs> now, what I like to do on my show is I'll take something I've read and then connect it with another thing I read that has uh -huh. nothing to do with anything. And I am the missing link to everything. That's exactly what they're doing. It's the yeah. same. I love you, Alex Jones. I like the Joe too, Rogan Miles. clip. Did you see that? What he said, I love you, Alex Jones. Thanks so much, man. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Joe. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, well, so, I think I mean, he's probably charismatic in the room, if we're being honest. I bet he's I bet I bet it's hard not to grin oh, at him. <laughs> I bet look, before like he revealed all the like weird political shit, I bet he you'd be like, yo, you partied with Alex before? He's a fucking <laughs> Oh, he was my little secret for until he went until I Till I learned that people listened to him like he was telling you the truth. Like, he was just this right. thing. I was like, this is the funniest fucking radio show I've ever heard, you guys. Right, like, right, right. And then people were like, people no, like he's telling too, the yeah. truth. And I'm like, no, every now and then he is, but most yeah. of the time he's just saying stuff. It's like a lot of people who would awesome. listen to Art Bell who would be yes. like, I fuck with InfoWars too because it's just like, it's out there, man. Yes! That's right, it's, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it was, and then people were like, "No, it's it's real." You're like, you're "Oh like, mm. no, 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 no!" <laughs> yeah, that's like that, that which was funny about Art Bell because you'd have like he'd have guests on who were like with their chests out, they're like, "I'm telling you, I went underground to the subterranean world and fought the lizard people," and you're like, "This is great. This is my favorite <laughs> Art Bell one. My favorite Art Bell one is where this this dude is convinced he shot a." a Sasquatch in Oklahoma, but it's pretty clear we think he shot a dude. <laughs> oh my god! It's me and my friend were listening to it on the way home from a gig one night, and it's just it's on like he found it. He's like, "This is my favorite one," and we we're listening. I was like, "That dude shot a man." He's like, "That's what I've always thought." Yeah. Dude. Yeah. He's still just processing shot a it. guy with a beard. Yeah. The GOP, another kind of theory that they have, or a thing that's gone viral, because I, as we were talking about. Like right wing media, the conservative world is going wild right now. Like the number one app is that conservative Twitter and like the podcast charts are being lit up by like Dan Bongino and uh, 
what's that other asshole ben shapiro but how many of it is like curious motherfuckers on the left yeah going to I mean, hear what I'm they definitely have to gonna say. start listening. yeah we're trying to who want to crip walk on some podcasts real quick if you would look yeah, at yeah. twitter like most of the if you look at any left or right if you look at their replies it's just the other side right yeah yeah but another thing that's going viral on that side, Newt Gingrich and others have claimed that scores of deceased people voted in Michigan. Um, and this was fo- followed by a viral document containing the dead. names we of 14,000 people uh, who voted for Biden, either due to fraud or some kind of uh, necromancy spell. But CNN, so CNN just like took a sample of 50 of the names on the list and found that 37 were dead but hadn't voted. The rest are alive, and some of the alive ones didn't even vote. Lindsey Graham and Rudy Giuliani. So, like, they didn't have a single example. Like, just pulling a random list of 50 of them is just names. That's all it is. It's names right. of some dead people, some living people who voted. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> Yeah, that's it's it's just an old copy of a Studio Fifty Four VIP list, really. Right. <laughs> you know what is odd? Roy Cohn's on here too. Yeah. <laughs> Roy Cohn, Lindsey Graham, Drew Barrymore, Ju- Brooke Shields. <laughs> uh, Lindsey Graham and Rudy Giuliani claim they have evidence uh, that dead people voted in Pennsylvania, but they haven't proved it yet. There is one woman who's going viral who died in October. Uh, October 22nd, her daughter was like, yeah, she filled out her ballot before she died and sent it in. And also she voted for Trump. So it's like, well, <laughs> they can't, they can't find a single fucking example of the uh, thing that, of something that would even like remotely be something they could uh, argue about. That's, but that's what I'm talking about. Like they don't have that apparatus behind them that can. Yeah. Yeah. Like now it's just Rudy Giuliani and that sex offender in front right. of the in Who's front the of the landscaping place where they're just like, ha, ah, yeah. So what's up? You're yeah. not Borat, are you? You have to <laughs> <Yeah>. say that. <laughs> you have to, it, hey, that's legally you man. have to if tell me Borat, if you're you Borat. Tell me. <laughs> you have to tell me. Hey, before I get on this bed and pull my pants off and jack off, you're not Borat, are you? God. Soren Bowie tweeted the other day that uh, he feels sorry for Rudy because every time he tucks in his shirt, he has to lay down on a bed going forward just to pr- <laughs> just to make it seem like that's how he tucks his shirt in. I thought that was so great. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, shit. It's fucked up. I mean, yeah, the, the celebrations, it's just funny. Like, all we can do is laugh. And, like, to Billy's point, the people who are responding on Twitter, it's all people who are just just dancing on conservative Twitter graves at the moment. I mean, there's just tons of accounts that are just dedicated to to this content. Like you're saying, the levels they're going to, right, of, like, denial, some are like, okay, this person's just full of shit and they're having to say stuff. Mike Pompeo, he was asked earlier uh, on Tuesday, like, what he thought about, like, going into this next administration. Yo, this man is straight up. I don't know. I just want to get everyone's read on how Mike Pompeo answered this question uh, in regards to, you know, all this chaos with the transitions going on, you know, how how he sees the transition going into this Biden administration. And this is what this man said. There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. 
right? We're, we're ready. The, the world is watching what's taking place here. We're going to count all the votes. When the process is complete, there'll be electors selected. There's a process. The Constitution lays it out pretty clearly. The world should have every confidence that the transition necessary to make sure that the State Department is functional today, successful today, and successful with the president who's in office on January 20th, a minute afternoon, will also be successful. I went through a transition on the front, and I've, I've been on the other side of this. I'm very confident that we will uh, do all the things that are necessary to make sure that the, the government, the United States government, will continue to perform its national security function as we go forward. Okay. Okay. That's so. Fucking what's his terrifying. Job? Holy what's shit. His, what's Secretary his of State. That's the Secretary of State? Yep, that's the Secretary of State. He's I not mean, a he's not a good statesman to begin with. Uh can uh-huh. we just talk about just he's not good at deflection. Uh the no. line I don't think he meant to say Trump administration. I don't think I think as soon as he said that he was like I think he was trying to appease and he's used to kissing his ass. And I think it I think it came out and then I think he you cuz he was very confident up until he said that and then after the Trump administration transition line then that's when he starts bumbling. I think he was so used to being having to say and and do the loyalty thing. Yeah, but, I mean, either way, it's just like it, it's there's a level of magical thinking because in the, it starts off where he's like, you know, I'm gonna count. He seemed like the, like a nervous fox pundit because that seems to be the thing that everyone just doesn't want to like right now. No one wants to cross the president right now in this phase of his yeah. anger, apparently. And Chris Coons was saying that uh, like other Republican senators were calling him being like, hey, like low key. Can you tell Joe Biden? Like I said, congrats, dude. Like because, you know, I can't really say that shit publicly right now because I'll get fucking smoked. And Coons was saying that on CNN. He was like, yo, I'm getting calls from these fucking coward ass clowns trying to fucking have me pass notes to Biden. I'm like, this is fucking dumb. But Pompeo, you know, he's 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 on that uh, like rapture end of the world, you know, belief shit, too. So. He's got it in him to maybe think that like his thoughts and prayers may reverse the course, as Michelle Bachman says. May the iron rod come down and smash the clay jar of deception that says Father Biden is a father of America. But uh, yeah, everyone's handling it differently. We've talked about the possibility that they could send different electors to like vote, you know, like the 20 Pennsylvania electors for the Electoral College if they had like made a case that there was fraud, they could have sent their own electors to like vote for Trump. And then there would be like a it would basically end up at the Supreme Court. Um, He sounds confident that that's going to happen. Like that seems but to be what not, he's saying. That's what they're but they're saying that because that's what they're telling the president. Every legal person is like that ain't happening. Like it like especially in Pennsylvania, the governor there is a Democrat. So he could veto something if the legislature wanted to fuck around and change things like it. That's already legally very tenuous what they would try to do now, because everyone's pointing to the fact that if they were going to try and set up things where they could suddenly be like, well, no matter what the popular vote outcome is, we're going to choose the electors. They would have had to do that prior to the election. And so Mm -hmm. like they there's no way to remedy that at this point. So there's a lot of like that talk about it is just a lot of projecting confidence in regards to that. Because ultimately, like with these other states where once they certify who those uh, who the winners are, that party sends their own electors. Like each party selects their electors. And then so the winning party 
uh, once the election or the results are certified, that's who sends their electors. Like it can't be the Democrats win the state of Pennsylvania and then the Republicans send their electors. Just a smooth machine, like a Porsche engine. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Just the way our democracy runs. Yeah. It's just fucking, it, I don't know. It's just so weird. It. That's why like you, you watch this shit and they're like, they're, have they're just so gassed up on this weird ass confidence they had the last four years that they're not like some people are very clearly being like, I got to get my resume out here. Maybe I can have some kind of career. Other people are like, fuck, maybe I'll just go pedal the metal. And like whenever Trump creates this super PAC that everyone's talking about, he'll make sure to like always give me the blessing as I run for office. But uh, no, I think you're right. I think there are that there's a large faction that really understands power dynamics and they were fleeing and playing and saving face and doing that quietly and then i think there are people like you're talking about where it's like it's like they're like uh john c Riley's character and stepbrothers where he's like nah dude my dad's a doctor i'm a doctor it's just about who you know <laughs> it's cool <laughs> like i do think like there is that like it's cool man this is just everything's a little corrupt but it's all it'll work out and you're like no you were a patsy and you're going to jail you fucking idiot uh, right i hope so i think a lot i think some people will go to jail i think other people will not go to jail i think a lot of that has to do with how smart and dumb and mm-hmm. it's not going to be in the ways that people think it's like oh the dumb person because they were dumb, they didn't know anything, so they got away right. with it. Yeah, and the, the smart people overthought and thought the dumb person was a smart person, and now they're going to jail. The one historic example of voter fraud that people can find, like when actually looking for voter fraud, Lyndon Johnson used the names of dead people to commit fraud in his first election to the Senate in 1948. And, like, that's the only way you could conceivably uh, commit voter fraud because you he was able to do it at, like, one voting location or, like, in right. one county. Like, it, the voting system is so diffuse and so not centrally located that it's impossible for them to, like, pull anything off. Like, what the it's easier to just are. print money. For right. the government, you know, and yeah. just create this fake wealth than to even create like create a voter like in 2K that right. you can suddenly be like, yo, I got a thousand voters I just made up. Like that's right. you pull up they're, they're like, who the fuck are you? Where's your ID? OK. Oh, you. And then they know if you're eligible or not. It's 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 very I don't know. Like, so this idea. My whole that- thing, OK, my thing about that is like. This thing has all my bank information on it. Right. Why is that okay? <laughs> Why is all my fucking livelihood in this fucking phone safe, but I can't <laughs> vote on it? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about all the cussing, but well, no, it's fine. I mean, this is a Christian s- podcast, but we realize that these well, I are saw words the Coke that Brothers God sponsor it, so that's why I yeah. came on. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Safe the space. yeah, I mean, Lindsey Graham basically told on the Republican Party the other day. He was like, if. If they keep voting by mail, there'll never be another Republican president elected. Yeah. It's basically exactly. if you let people vote too easily, then we'll ne- we'll never get anybody elected. We have to like choose who I saw gets that to vote. and all I could think about was he's every white guy in every sports movie. We're like, 
the blacks can't swim in our pool. Like that Bill right, Burr right, joke. Right, right. It's just like, that's all I heard was like, dude, it's 2020. You can't be on TV being like, if the blacks play, my sons can't play. Right, right. right. Like, yeah. that's, that's what he's saying. Yeah. yeah, or Brian Kemp being like, every legal vote will be counted. And you're like, I hear you loud and clear. I already mm. know what the fuck this is about. <laughs> and mm. most people do as well. And now you're wondering, it's like, but we're deracializing it. It's like, yeah, because objectively racism is abhorrent to a lot of people. That's the problem. I don't think maybe you should do a little more market research on racism uh, and see how that's working. <laughs> it, hey, it's doing great in some places. But if you're going in straight majorities, no, it's, it's, uh, it's not a good brand. The brand is failing a bit. Mm. But it's still failing. strong. It's also confusing about who to hate because there's more people yeah. to hate. So people are just getting tired and they're just not being racist anymore. Okay? Right. Mm. It, even like uh, Robert Evans was like <laughs> tweeting today about how the Proud Boys are infighting because they're like, we shouldn't have like a Hispanic guy leading it. It should be all like, they're like, we just need to be straight Nazis now. Everyone's, they're all have, everyone's having a fucking hard time. They're like, you Oof. know, even their their token allies that they use to, you know, sort of uh, deflect any accusations of racism. They're just like, fuck it, dude. We get the time. We need this mask all the way off, bro. We don't have time anymore. Mm -hmm. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> Good. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, it took everything I had to hold this story until this late <laughs> in the show. Uh, this is the most important story maybe we've ever covered on this show. Yeah. Um, the Mountain Dew cookbook is coming, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they... oh, thank God. Thank God! <laughs> the, so the, the quote from mountain dew the relationship between mountain dew and our fandom is the most exciting partnership and we've continued to draw inspiration from these amazing people <laughs> um mm -hmm. our fans have been creating delicious outrageous and genuinely mind-blowing recipes with mountain dew for years in many ways this is the long overdue love letter to those beautiful edible creations and the people behind them i love that they could all couldn't bring them to say anything beyond edible they're yeah. not beautiful yeah. so it looks yeah, beautiful edible fine. um and technically you won't die if you eat it <laughs> there was a lawyer involved that was like yeah. you can't right you, <laughs> edible is that say edible uh, beautiful is even a stretch too because mm -hmm. it depends it's i don't know we'll if it's get sued we will i get definitely sued. don't i as a fan of mountain dew uh the as beverage, someone of the jewish faith yes uh as a jewish person myself the tribe I, of Judea. <laughs> I I don't get any of this at all. Like I've never the only form of Mountain Dew I like is as a ice cold beverage uh, that yeah. I'm shotgunning into my head. Uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's a it's a hippie speedball. Is what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you smoke a joint and you drink a Mountain Dew and things are all right for the day. Yeah, there you go. Is so, a what. These recipes, it's that's where you start, you know, your your mental gears start going and you're like, fuck yeah, Mountain Dew, like as a culture. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. the, the we fuck with the Dew culture, but the cuisine, when you're reading stuff like Mountain Dew pancakes with Mountain Dew syrup, which I'm okay. assuming is just reduced down Mountain Dew oh, sludge. 
Yeah, yeah I was like gonna that. say, like, what is, is that? Just because that's what Mountain Dew is to begin with. This right, it starts as syrup, right. ends. So, what syrup, do you do? Just dust like to dust. low boil it, basically, like those, like those, yeah, uh, exactly. those experiments around YouTube. They're like, you want to see how much craps in a Coca Cola? Boil it down, but yeah. then you get Dew syrup. Ugh. I mean, well, I remember when like all the other new flavors of Dew came out. Oh, I remember yeah. thinking, like, was this not enough, you guys? Right, right, right. right. This is plenty. This is, has more caffeine than coffee, and yeah. it has sugar. Yeah, but that's because you haven't tasted the Mountain Dew uh, toaster pastries yet, yeah. Billy Or Wayne. Code Red brisket, you know? No? That's so that's not, gross. Come on, that's Code no, Red brisket? Okay, fine. No, How about not, Mountain Dew infused pickles? Uh-huh. No? Uh, Mountain Dew green eggs and ham. Like any what the any fuck? savory thing that incorporates Mountain Dew, I need I need you to stop. I feel like the Koch brothers did this so that we would all eventually be like, you know what? If people were doing, it, we don't need healthcare for yeah. everybody. They're yeah, specifically right, right. targeting me to try <laughs> and just drain by the, the end of us talking about this. Yeah, you know what? If people are doing, no, I'm not paying for their help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah they you, can. you picked a side asshole. Not deal with it. <laughs> it's really, it's so funny because like I want. It's funny how we just went from like fuck yeah, and then we start reading it. And we're like, ah, I don't know about any of this shit. I think this again because it's just about the culture. It's about Dew culture, and that's what we're realizing. Um, Mountain Dew, read the room. We support Dew culture, but not the cuisine. Yeah. Although do. I don't know, I'm I want to try it though. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna try it. I but these aren't appetizing made descriptions. Of, made fun of deep fried Twinkies for years, and then I had one, and it is one of the best things I've ever eaten in my whole life. Okay, but how did you hearing that? Right, I hear that, and I'm like, fine, fry anything, it's all good. What to you? What was your first resistance to the concept of a deep fried Twinkie? I'm just trying to fo- see if we can follow. The I same think it was that thing, the same thing with the. The same thing with the Mountain Dew when they did the Code Red and all that. It was the same thought of like, dude, it's already fucking a lot. Yeah. It's a oh, right. So <laughs> why do we have to do this? Are we and then you do it top? and you're like, oh, because it made it better. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Yeah, Gamer I, fuel. Gamers are not amped up enough. Um, <laughs> I'm just needing well, to see what this... Oh, my... I don't know. It, it's It's hard to know what's a real... Um, recipe and what's what Photoshop is like, yeah, or like what's just like a troll post from Reddit when people are like, yeah, I made some Dew eggs and someone's just pouring Mountain Dew on a fucking egg and you're like, oh, yeah, that's, please treat this with respect. We're trying to get to the bottom of this. Look what I did. It's chili with Mountain Dew in it. Look. <laughs> you're, like, you're drunk. <laughs> just, yeah. Travis. And finally, we want to do a just... Update people real quick on the Fantastic Beasts movies because those are still happening. Apparently, um, Johnny Depp was fired or asked to resign from the upcoming newest Fantastic Beasts movie. Basically, it seems like a court found his claim that uh, the claims that he was abusive to be wanting and Basically, throughout his defamation lawsuit, so it, it seems like he he really did that shit. People like J.K. Rowling and the film's director, uh, up to this point, had vehemently defended Johnny Depp and claimed they had like some kind of secret exonerating information that the public uh, couldn't be made aware of for some reason. Um, David Yates, who I was trying to figure out like what else he's directed. 
Um, but it seems like he was just like directed some TV in the UK and then uh, Harry Potter movies. But he dismissed Amber Heard's claims as one person who took a pop at Depp and claimed something. Whatever accusation was out there doesn't tally with the kind of human being I've been working with. And J.K. Rowling also, you know, in addition to just being a, a huge creep, uh, was also defending him. Yeah, there, there's also just all sorts of other shit, like Eddie Redmayne publicly defended J.K. Rowling, uh, claiming that the vitriol against her was absolutely disgusting. Well, like he was like, what she said about trans people was disgusting, and so is the vitriol against her, which oh. is, yeah. So well, I mean, that's just all he's saying there is like two wrongs don't make a right, which is like that's pretty. He just said it in an actory way, right? Yeah, and then, I don't like I defending she... actors, but that's what he was saying. What yeah. happened with this whole lawsuit? I'm not even clear because I thought at one point. The pendulum started swinging the other direction when Amber Heard was also admitting that she was physically violent with him, and then it, I, this whole uh, I'm like that's not, I don't I don't know what to fucking say about this because I don't know what the what the actual dynamics are of their relationship. I know he lost that lawsuit, but then there were, there were other things counter to things that were going on during this entire uh like court ordeal. Yeah, yeah, to me, my whole opinion on this one is they, they've obviously removed him because he's going to be a distraction from right. the film. Like, to me, it doesn't really, like, I don't, first of all, I'm with Miles where it's like, I've just heard bits and pieces about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, everything I read, it just, it, it screams like there's a lot of publicists on both sides involved, which makes yeah. everything fucking bullshit. Right, and then, then you get movies and J.K. Rowling, and then it's just like it sounds. It's like that stew that Miles made the other day, but of just horse shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, a little bit better. Yeah, because I, I don't know. That's all. Oh, this shit's a fucking mess. Like, does just, anybody want to see these movies anymore? Like, I feel like no, I don't give a fuck. I man. haven't seen the Harry Potter ones right. because they came out when I was an adult. Yeah. Yeah, same. And I was I was when the books came out, I was a cynical weed smoking teen and I was like laughing at people my age reading the book. I was just a shit I was a shitty person in the era of Harry Potter. I was like, sorry, I'm not I'm not innocent enough for this to capture my imagination. Like I'm like, I'm out here reading confessions of an economic hitman or some shit. Right. Uh, right. but yeah, the the movie I don't know. Are the movies even making money? They I know like the first one did because it was still like People were like, it's going to be high. just as good as Harry Potter. And then the second one had a huge drop off and people think it might be like that. That's a pattern they've been seeing where the second one still does enough that it's, uh, you know, worth making the third one. But the third one is where it really uh, becomes clear that nobody wants to fucking see a single Hangover frame three. of this. Hangover three. Yeah. Like they the examples they gave was the Divergent series. Uh, I think Hangover Three is a good example. The Terminator reboots, the new X Men series. It was like, do not get me wrong. I am not mad at any of those funny, funny motherfuckers for making a ton of money on Hangover Three. It was just not meant to be seen by people. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's I the didn't, lesson we did, learned on that one. The second one was pretty rough. I think that's what happened with that one. People are like, yeah, we're we're out. Um anyways, uh movies might be a thing soon. Who knows? If if uh we're able to get this vaccine out in a boot. Um all right, guys. That is gonna do it for today. Billy Wayne, uh, as always, pleasure having you. Where can people find you and follow you? Google Billy Wayne Davis and all that stuff. Whatever you choose to interact with, I'll be there. Also, follow, uh, give my uh, my cannabis podcast a chance. It's called Grown Local. Uh, this season, we're in season two. We're in Humboldt County. We have moved from northern Humboldt down to southern Humboldt, which is where it all started. The whole marijuana scene in America started, and we're about to. It's the season got longer because they've opened our they've opened their arms to us, oh, and that's awesome. uh, we have to go back up and do more interviews. And allegedly, one of the first dudes to ever start growing up there wants to talk to us. So just put good Ooh. vibes out. We get to talk to that guy. Wasn't there, there like a lot of a high murder rate in Humboldt County at some point? Uh, well, anywhere it's not the high murder rate; it's the motherfuckers come up there and disappear. Right? But yeah. It's it's anywhere uh, where there's just a bunch of woods like that. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got yeah. It. And like a, not a police station for miles. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like yes, I think per capita people disappear more, but some people don't want to be found too. It's like Alaska has that same problem. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Alaska so. is so fucking big. Um, People have no idea. It's frightening. Is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Yes, 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 yes. My, f- do you know who Ray Coop is? I think so. He's. I mean, he's not for everyone. I'll say that. Uh, but the his takes on things make me laugh so hard. It's Ray Coop. C U M P. Stop bringing up guys to replace Trebek who obviously don't lay pipe. Trebek laid pipe hard. <laughs> Let's have some respect for that fact. Oh shit! Because what? Because everyone wants Ken Jennings right now. They're taking a shot at Ken Jennings' pipe piping skills. No, I think he's saying Ken Jennings for sure lays pipe. I know. I think he's like oh, the rest of them are garbage. I think that's who, what who, he's saying. I've not heard of anyone aside from Ken Jennings. Were they putting up some Alex Schmidt? I think has been bandied about by a bunch of cracked people because oh, he had a oh don't come after him they call him fucking mario yeah. brothers the way this motherfucker laying pipe i've i've always say, said alex, alex schmidt enters every room he walks into cock first that yes guy, mm-hmm. he's i've always said that consummate coxman i mean uh, he's the head of the pipe fifth pipe fitters local 250 yeah you know what i mean i think those those should be 1a and 1b in terms of their uh who they're choosing from or do they uh, just lean into it the other way? Nah, it should be someone with a little bit of you can't you can't just you can't meddle with with Jeopardy. What you were gonna say, like a real dummy? Yeah, like I don't Pat know. Just Sajak? Make it, they give it just to Pat Sajak. So stupid. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or somebody who I guess who <laughs> who lays so we much. We don't pipe. know if Alex was smart or not. He right. just he just we don't know. Charismatic he just handled dude. the questions well. Yeah. Right. 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 Have you ever seen the uh, behind the scenes of him? hammering beers uh while doing like reads of uh like promos in the 80s it's pretty cool he's pretty oh just cool like guy. what in between just being like yeah just being like 
<laughs> like you can watch Jeopardy them. on WBIR TV, Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Cans too. You, you um, gotta, yeah, I mean, you got to come with the heat because the way you, I Trebek definitely lays pipe because we definitely know just off the energy of losers. In other words, well, I mean, to even pull up with say something like that. You fuck. You fucking. That's right. Oh, that's some pipe fitting energy. That is. <laughs> that's some Canadian sass, too. Yeah. That's exactly. right. Yeah. Let's not Miles, forget. Can... Shout out to Canadian God from the Great North. Where can people uh, find you and follow you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also, the other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. We're just talking about 90 Day Fiance. And thank God a new season is coming out. We were very worried between these terrible immigration policies and COVID. <laughs> what would be the state of our beloved reality show? Uh, and it's coming back. So, yes. Check those out. I actually am loving three tweets from Reductress right now. Uh, the first one from at Reductress. How I embraced my toxic femininity by hanging a pair of labia from the back of my pickup truck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and it's just like a blurred out back of a pickup. That's truck nuts. But I just like the idea. You get to envision what that looks yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, another one. Uh, Reductress. Report. Straight white friend going to still be friends with everyone when this election is all over. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that's uh, another so one from, and the, finally from Reductress. Is he into you or just a cult leader who kisses everyone on the mouth? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've all been there. Um, yep. I, as, as a fan of someone that likes to read and watch about cults, it is exciting to be around while Keith Ranieri's in his prime. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, one that's other a joke. people do not take that. <laughs> one other uh, name that's being bandied about for Jeopardy host at Elsa just Elsa tweeted Lavar Burton for Jeopardy 2021. I can see that. Oh yeah, I might be. Dead. Oh yeah. Paul F. Tompkins tweeted, "This is the time of the year when I find myself thinking, should I really start watching this movie now? It's almost 11, and then I look at the clock and it's 6:45 p.m." Um, <laughs> I this like I looked up I I went so far as to look up if the sun is rising earlier than it ever has before this morning. I think I think that's I think it's just an old old white guy thing where you just like start really uh being like yeah they really fucked up <laughs> uh daylight savings this year. I'm telling uh, you. Yeah. Uh, sums up. Sums up this year. Sums up. John Boyce tweeted uh, after the, I mean, this is this is a very specific tweet, but uh, after the Jets-Patriots game, he tweeted, I mean, I'm sorry, but a historically awful team with no answers to anything was not going to be led to a win by a guy from Delaware named Joe, not twice in one week, um, <laughs> <laughs> because Joe Flacco was almost leading them down the... Yep. Leading the Jets down, and they are zero and nine. They suck. Uh, what a what a ringing endorsement for Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> Joe right? Flacco. That is yeah. just unfucking believable. Uh, and then Adam Ellis, Moby Dick, had tweeted, "Remember when Macklemore thought he was gay because he could draw?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, have I guys? I've got a Macklemore story. He was not happy. Oh, really? What do you mean? We were. Uh, you know when you have to go do general meetings and all that at like yeah. networks. Well, we were like, I was in the waiting room of I think it was Viacom, and the PA guy came down, and he walked over, and I didn't 
I was like, I know that guy's famous. I just don't know who he is. And the PA was looking for me, and he was like, are you Billy? And that's when I realized, like, oh, that's Macklemore. And uh, and he was like, I'm not, dude. And he was like, hold on. I want to see who you thought I was. And I did not look presentable at all. <laughs> I like a, a podcast. I wasn't doing a meeting now that I remember. I was like, I was probably just dressed like this, and, like, I hadn't shaved or anything. Right. I had a hat on. And... He walked over. He's like Billy. I was like, "Hey!" And Macklemore looked so disappointed. He like, <laughs> like he couldn't even be polite about it. And I don't blame him. I don't blame Come him. On. He was because like, <laughs> he was like, I was like, I'm not. I was like, I, I wanted to apologize. Like usually, I look really way better than this. I'm just doing this. It's not a yeah. TV thing. Uh, like, he, I mean, after this, I'm gonna try go to pop be some nice. He's just like, what the fuck, man? Mm. Uh, Shout out to Ben. I love that. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song we ride out on. Miles, what are we riding out on today? Oh, just uh, let's see. Uh, what do I have here? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's go out on uh, L. Michaels Affair, who is like a really dope band who normally uh, I like their work when they just basically do like full instrumental, like full orchestral band covers of Wu-Tang Clan songs. Uh, But they have a new album out in the year of our Lord 2020 called Adult Things. And this track is called Villa. And it's got like, you know, this whole album is actually really great. Uh, if you'd like some live instruments, it's it's like it's a great, great band to listen to. And yeah, just some sexy vibes because it's a dope So check this mm. out. Ooh. On dope. Um, all right. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.